Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allomoves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right, we're getting deep today. If you're into beauty, as I'm sure you are, you want to hear some real talk? This is the episode for you. Buckle up. What are we talking about this episode, Jess? Oh, yeah, I'm Jess. I'm Jen. Hey, this what's is up? Fat Mascara. Yes. Okay, we're talking about two hot hair trends that have caught our eyes. Then also, you've heard of fast fashion, H&M, Zara, you get the idea. But have you heard of fast beauty? And we check in with Vicky 
and her lashes. She's been trying the new uh, plume lash enhancer. Who's our guest? She's the reason this is such a deep episode, but also a fun episode. It's Autumn Whitefield Madrano. She's the, off- the author of a new book called Face Value, The Hidden Ways Beauty Shapes Women's Lives. And she's going to tell us all about what we really think about ourselves and all the research she's done into beauty and what it means to us today. She's saying what you're thinking. It's like unbelievable. Jess, did you see Holly Berry's new haircut? I did, I did. Okay, just last week she got an undercut. I completely forgot about undercuts, but basically when you put your hair up on a pony and you shave the underside, yeah, she got one of those, but then she got an undercut tattoo, which is Go like... On. Yeah. So I guess someone took a razor, a clipper, and buzzed into the undercut. The design of hers looks like a lotus to me. Flash me the pick. Here's the pick. Does that look like a lotus? So I went yeah, online. Yeah, it does. It does. I I yeah, on, that is like a lotus, isn't it? Yeah, I went searching for more of these, and it's kind of a thing now. It reminds me of like when people would shave like their like favorite like basketball team's name or like yes. rappers' names into their head on the side. Yeah, usually men. Yeah, usually guys. So girls now, if they're doing the undercut, are also getting these tattoos. I have to be honest. I've seen the undercut grow out, and it ain't pretty. I'll never forget my brother had like an undercut, like a skater undercut and growing that out. I remember like it was a real rough time for him because it comes <laughs> out like a little block and then you have like the longer hair over it. Yes. It's not cute. It, you don't know what you're getting into with an undercut. Think think twice. Think twice. It's a cute it's a cute look for you for some people. I like how it looks, but like it looks good for a couple weeks and then when it grows in it's like chia pet action. So, if you're going to get an undercut, my advice think twice. More get a so, flash tat if you need to make a statement. A flash tat. Another trend, though, you should try instead, which I'm really feeling. Yeah. I need a better name for it, but I'm calling it like the slicked back hair or like the scraped back mullet or like the Robert what, Palmer look. Like scraped, scraped and sexy, slicked, the, the slick back. Yeah. So a, Kim Kardashian did this at the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. Kendall Jenner does it all the time. Um, Doubts and Crows did it at Cannes. Joan Smalls did it at Cannes. It's the new beachy waves, in my opinion, of like red carpet hair. Oh, yeah, looks. beachy waves done. Over. So basically, you're you're slicking back the front of your hair and then letting it hang loose in the back. Yeah. All of a sudden, this is cool again. I feel like it's very. Um it's like edgy, but it's also very sexy and it's very fresh. Like it's very confident because your hair isn't like in your face and like, oh, I'm pretty. It's like this is my fucking face. Excuse my language. Yeah, no, it's got like you know, a it's, it's got like edgy. a it's bad intense. bitch vibe to it. Completely. A little bit. Like you were saying, like Robert Palmer. It your your face yeah, forward and your hair is back. Old reference is gonna make me like it sound really old. But if you're too young, Google Robert, Robert Palmer. You will be stealing this look tonight. But when I was like a little kid, I remember that video and the cool girls in the background. Addicted to love. Yeah. So the thing is with this look, I think it can go really wrong if you don't do it yeah. right. So I asked um, Mark Townsend. Oh, you got some tips. I got some tips. Oh, she always shows up with tips. He, thank God. He does the hair goddesses, which are Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, also their little sister. And he does Dakota Johnson, who's actually done this look, even with her bangs. And he was saying, you would think gel is the way to go for this look, but he was saying he likes to start with dry hair, not wet hair, even though it looks wet, and then put mousse on. So much mousse that it becomes to look wet, and then do the scrape back. 
That's an amazing tip. I've been going about it all wrong. Right, because I thought if I was going to do this, I would do wet hair, put some gel in, scrape it back. But then you're going to end up looking like like the weird guy that worked at Pizza Hut and, and like played video <laughs> like games. Like just greasy. Yeah. So dry hair with mousse on top. He likes the dove mousse. And then the other key is, of which something else I would do wrong, is I would comb it back because I want it to like really be off my face and like hit it with a blow dryer. You do hit it with a blow dryer. He said, do not use a comb. Why, you ask? Why, Jen? Because a comb would put in comb marks, which would just give you the mullet Pizza Hut guy look. You want to use your fingers to scrape it back so it has that disheveled kind of, I just, I just threw my hair back like this kind of thing instead of very purposeful. I was like, if anybody invites me to a red carpet event, no, not happening. That's not true. Maybe you go to some fancy. No, you There's go to some a, fancy stuff, Jen. Okay, next fancy thing that comes up, I'm going to try the slick back look. But if you're listening, we need a better name for it. So, like, tweet us. Yeah, tweet us some names. Yeah, what should we call this? And if look? you have any tips, because seriously, everyone has their own little recipe, let us know too. But names yeah. first. Names first. Very good. So that's a trend, and we are going to try it. Jen. My mind was blown the other day by this headline. Yeah, tell me. Jaclyn Hill, you know, like the beauty lifestyle blogger, mm-hmm. and beauty brand Becca, latest collab had one million in sales in ninety minutes. One million dollars worth in, in an sales hour and a half. in an hour and a half. Like that's like a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> that's your analogy. Yeah, ninety <laughs> minutes to me is always a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> Love Will Ferrell. Um, she's not alone though. There's been a lot of brands lately where they'll do like a limited edition palette or it's just a social media star and it's out now, get it now. And it's sold out really quick. The people went crazy. The fans went nuts. People go crazy. I'm calling it fast beauty. I love that. Yes. Remember fast fashion and everybody was like, oh, it's a throwaway trend. Go to H&M, blah, 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 fast fashion. Yes. This is fast beauty, but... There's a big is, butt for me. Is there a dark underbelly? Well, did you see the the news after it sold out? That particular palette, she did it with Becca, which I think of as a very high-end beauty brand. They make some great foundations. Beautiful they, highlighters. Yeah, apparently the shadows were kind of patchy and chalky when you put them on. I think of, like, you want to know what a bad eyeshadow is? Remember, like, JCPenney when you were growing up and there was, like, the 500-color eyeshadow? Oh, my God. I would, like, kill a woman for that palette. (laughs) This is amazing. And then you would, like, go into the turquoise and it would, like, not even show up on your You need, like, a butter knife to, like, get through it. Like, color payoff? Zero. Oh. No. So I don't think it was that bad, but a lot of people commented (laughs) on social media that it just was not up to their standards. And good, good on them. They actually posted and they said, you know what? We used a different factory than we usually did because we needed more for the demand. Oh, they and they, they owned up to the fact that they used and a different, they didn't it, use the Becca people. It actually makes me like them more. I'm like, you know what? If you screw up, you got to own up to it. Because if we're talking about fast beauty, there's also uh, the Kylie Lip Kit. Of course, it was mm-hmm. fabulous. We talked about it on our, on our podcast a while back. But a lot of people got it and had a janky brush that was all like... Oh, yeah. Well, the people that make it, ColourPop, they were saying that their whole factory is like they were able to like get a trend and then like pump it out really quickly versus like Chanel. They're working on their like 2019 colors right now as you're listening to this. You're right because it takes so long to mm-hmm. prepare them. But there's a downside to this, which is if you're doing it quickly, you're not able to do A, consumer testing or B, lab samples or real world testing. Like how will it act once it's in the compact, not just when it's in the in the factory. Good example of this is Jeffree Star's highlighter that just came out. 
I haven't seen that. Tell me about that. Um, so he launched four shades of highlighter, and one of the shades, you know, there's different minerals in each color. So yeah. one might have iron oxides, and one has, you know, red 42 or whatever. One shade, everybody who got it pretty much, when they got it in the mail and opened it up, it was already crumbly and crushed. Like it hadn't oh, held God. together well. So these are the kind of things that if you're buying fast beauty, you have to be aware of. It's not getting tested first. It's, they're pumping it out really quickly, yeah. and that's a great thing. But, but there could be a trade-off. Like, you know, yeah, the Chanel's like Bobby... and Dior's of the world are like rigorous, rigorous testing constantly because they have that time, the luxury. It's a different model. It's just a different model. It is. And they also have this store where you can go in and try it and see, you know what, it right. is really good. Whereas if you're ordering something online or through Instagram, it shows up at your door and that's the first you're seeing it. Yeah. So um, Fast Beauty, we love it in theory, but I feel like you have to be a little bit wary of it. You might have to be wary. And, you know, I think also that some of these things are so social media. They're so hot on social media because these, these stars are social media stars. Mm -hmm. We're probably also hearing about the pissy customers, too, a lot more. Yeah. But so, like, they, they, they better get the product right if they're going to do it because the – their customers are going to be super vocal. They're going to be really Abs happy either way. You know, Abs they're going to be happy or really angry. To, to end it, I'll just say Jeffree Star was the first person to neg on on uh, Kylie about her lip kit brushes. <laughs> he did? Yeah, pot call in the kettle black, and then his palette doesn't live up to the hype. Mm. So as long as if they own up to it, I'm cool with that. But yeah, people, be wary. Listeners, if you'll remember, back in episode 15, we introduced you to a natural lash enhancer from Plume, and we promised that our producer, Vicky, would be our test bunny and try it out for us. So we're going to check it's in. It's so funny, like all products like tested on Vicky. Yes, not on animals. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. It's fun for me. So Vicky, I found out after I gave you the lash enhancer, you've <clears throat> actually done some lash enhancing of your own before Plume. What have you tried? I have. I've tried everything. That's the one thing. I When someone has long eyelashes, I'm obsessed. I have nothing. It's so sad. My bottom lashes, as you can see. I'm looking. Or can't see. They're <laughs> so blonde, which I'm not even blonde. They suck. Anyways, I've done it all. I've done Latisse eyelash extensions. You did do Latisse, the prescription I, version. Yeah, I did it, and it works for but. sure. But, you know, there's like, oh, your eyes might turn brown or whatever, whatever. Oh, beautiful colored eyes. But then I thought, whatever. Are I'll they hazel like or something? Bosworth or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's got that, like, birthmark. It's also expensive, like, paying for that every month. It is expensive, but if you really think about it, it's like $100, and if it really works... I spent a hundred dollars. Why'd you stop hands. with the Latisse? I just got lazy, and you okay. know you have to keep going. And who really wants to go get a prescription? And now I think I'm more like into natural things than I once was. Okay. You are so, like natural beauty guru. Yeah, yeah. This was a few years ago, and I was into it then, but now I'm like a little nutty about it. Um, so before we ask you about the plume, you also got lash extensions? I did lash extensions. They're the best. The thing is they're not really your lashes, and they're a pain in the ass when you take off your makeup, and you have to be very delicate. Did How your long? eyes itch? My eyes itched when I had them. They were a little bit irritating. It wasn't, you know, beauty is pain. I just dealt <laughs> with it. But um, How long did they last? They la Mine lasted a really long time, like a month. But then when they start falling off, you look insane. Yeah. Because you have, you have like three long <laughs> eyelashes and then you're, you know, you have nothing else. 
so <laughs> like, oh, like cracked out. It was cracking. Yeah. Very it's like the cracking of your very eyeballs. jank. Um, not a good look. So I gave you the plume. I want to say it was three weeks ago. Yeah. What did you think of it? How's it been going? These things take time. Like Latisse, I didn't realize that it was working for almost like a little over a month. Oh wow! But it works. My eyelashes feel they're like they're darker. I don't know if they're necessarily longer, but mm. they feel I think they are darker. They're I'm staring at yeah, you. Yeah, they're thicker. So I think it's working. I like it because it's a natural approach to Latisse, and mm-hmm. you don't have to go to the doctors to get you know, to get it. Have you been using top and bottom? I do top and bottom and I do my eyebrows. Eyebrows. Off-label usage, Vicky. (laughs) It's on the bottle. Oh, it is. Okay. On-label usage. (laughs) Um, Off-label usage. Latisse, it's not, and I did it anyways. It's, um, the eyebrows, I don't know. I kind of feel like if, if you don't have them, you don't have them. Like, it's, Nothing really works. So, so far, three weeks in, your top lashes look a little bit darker. And the, my bottom one's a little bit, but my bottom ones are really, really light. So any improvement is good good news. Yeah. Okay, but since Latisse took you a month, I feel like we're going to need another check-in. Jess, thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I let's take another check-in. We'll do one in like a few weeks. Okay, I so want to see you... like big Miss Piggy lashes. Ooh. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll check back with Vicky in two or three weeks, a month in, see how it's going. Um, in the meantime, check out the blog at fatmascara.com if you want to find out what products she's using. A pair of We're here with Autumn White from Madrano, a good friend of mine. We used to work together at Cosmo Girl magazine. She's a writer, has written for Salon, Jezebel, Mary Claire, Glamour. And she's the author of a new Simon & Schuster book that comes out this week. It is called Face Value, The Hidden Ways Beauty Shapes Women's Lives. So we brought Autumn here to talk, to talk like everything feminism and beauty. Oh, yeah. We, are can, you, we can do that. We're gonna are get you ready? ready? I'm down with that. Um, Autumn, before you even wrote a book, you had the best blog I've ever read called The Beheld. Tell me, what is The Beheld about and what were some of the most popular uh, posts that you wrote about? The Beheld was actually started, I didn't really want to write about beauty so much. I wanted to know what other women had to say about beauty. So I started just interviewing people all over the spectrum of just like every experience you could have with beauty. I interviewed a nun, I interviewed a sex worker, several sex workers, um, like a fashion photographer, model, a little person, just like people who had really diverse experiences with beauty. And the more I heard them talk, two things happened. I heard, I, I found that I had a lot to say. I was like, wait, I want, I want to say something about that. So I started writing. And I also found out that, I mean, when a nun and a dominatrix are both telling you that they love drugstore eyeshadow, you're on to something. Like, you know, <laughs> like how different could these women be? But they were reporting these, in these certain ways, these very similar experiences. So I wanted to get, you know, delve more into it. And as far as popular posts, um, my most popular post to date is I did this, I did a, anti-aging cream experiment. I wore anti-age cream on half my face for a month and none on the other. Oh, and then I rave. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, what if this is a, what if this is like the worst idea? And it was interesting because people could kind of tell. Then I posted like pictures, you know, like, and you could vote for which side of my face it was. And by a small margin, people could tell which side of my face I'd put it on. But just by a small margin, and this is one of those creams that was like, works in one week. And I'm like, right, you know. Mm-hmm. So it did do something. But, but that gets a lot, that still gets a lot of traffic when people are looking for the cream, actually. Um, and I also did, the thing that 
got a, more attention than anything else, I think, is the Mirror Fast. I went 30 oh, days. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I, I did two Mirror Fasts, actually. I didn't look in the mirror for a month. You were posting, you were doing your blog, you did a Mirror Fast. At what point were you like, you know, I might have a book here. What what made you write this book, and how would you describe it to someone who hasn't who wants to go buy it right now? Simon & Schuster, <laughs> Amazon.com. Face value, the hidden face. Um, <laughs> Well, there hadn't been a so-called big book about beauty since the beauty myth came out, and that was now 25 years ago. And a lot has changed since the beauty myth. And for people who haven't read the beauty myth, it's Naomi Wolf's wonderful book from 25 years ago that posits that women, the pressure on women to look a certain way has grown in accordance with their growing power in the world. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, wait, y'all are getting political positions, y'all are becoming CEOs, so let's make you look really good while you're doing it to kind of focus your attention elsewhere. Um, it was you know, an, an enormous and important book, but we hadn't had a book since then that really looked like what is going on in women's lives today with beauty. And also that idea sort of really took hold. I mean, people weren't talking about self-image and body positivity 25 years ago. That book made it happen. So here we have a generation of women who have grown up with these terms, who have grown up thinking about beauty in a more complex way than just, you know, curl your hair and put on your lipstick. So what what does beauty look like then for women who grew up with these sort of ideas floating around out there, even if they'd never read The Beauty Myth or heard of it? Right. So you, when you describe your book, you talk a lot about the beauty imperative. Mm-hmm. I'm an idiot, and I was like, what does that mean? Then I Googled it, which obviously you can't Google something like that. But what does it mean to you? To me, I use the term to differentiate from the beauty standard, because we talk a lot about the beauty standard sort of in the feministy world, and I'm seeing it more and more in more mainstream ways, which is actually a reflection of how feminism is becoming more mainstream. And when we talk about the beauty standard, I feel like a lot of times we're talking about, A, we're talking about a series of standards. Like the beauty standard for a 40-year-old white woman is very different than for a 19-year-old Latina woman. So you're having to talk about a beauty standard is a little limiting. And it also, I think, speaks to sort of the um, optics of the way a woman should look. Whereas when I'm talking about the beauty imperative, I'm talking about the need for women to look good at all times. Like you can't sort of just like let it all hang out or whatever, or people say you've, you know, you're letting yourself go. So it's more, it's more the idea that you must look beautiful if you're going to be taken seriously or just be considered at all in this world. And do you think men have a beauty imperative these days? No. You really don't think so? I think it's growing. I think that the pressure on men is absolutely growing, absolutely changing. Um, There's a lot of worry that men experience that that they've always experienced. Like what about the fact that so many men are getting Botox now and that that's like the fastest growing group um, or one of the fastest I think think it's one of the fastest growing groups in for plastic surgery and a plastic surgery for Botox like I feel like they are under more pressure. They are they're definitely under more pressure but I wouldn't say that men universally I mean and when, when I say universally I'm talking about the United States I wouldn't say that they have a beauty imperative. Mm-hmm. Men can go out, like, you look at the whole This Silicon. is our Bernie Sanders discussion we had. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. You you know, can, you're taking more seriously. Like, can you imagine if Hillary Clinton took the debate stage looking like Rumbles with her hair gray no. and Fred frizzy? No, no exactly. everyone, like, she'd be torn to bits. Remember that one time when she was Secretary of State and she didn't wear makeup for, like, a press conference oh, and people God, yeah. freaked out? Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's, it's that. But Bernie Hollywood Sanders, too. oh, he's just, yeah. oh, exactly, exactly. A man can be all wrinkly and gross and he's mm-hmm. still, like, opposite a 22-year-old. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's almost this idea that if you look more rumpled, 
that you're taken more seriously. Yeah. And it's know? not the case with women. No, no. So it's more that when I say that men don't yet live under a beauty imperative. That's what the beauty imperative is. But what about beauty itself? It's one of those mm. terms that um, people like to say it's not objective. It's in the eye of the... Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line. And after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Highest Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit, but May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. 
I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on allomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Beholder, uniqueness is beautiful, but you did a lot of research into the objectiveness of beauty. What did you find? Are there standards that are beautiful across cultures or are they not holding up anymore? That is such a complicated question and there's no one answer. There is a lot of research out there on this and there sort of the, pat, the the quick answer to that is that there are certain things that generally people consider beautiful, like on women, like curvy hips and a somewhat smaller waist and like clear skin on people, thick hair, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That said, A, for, for every thing like that that you discover that some study proves, there's another study completely refuting it. And B, it's always more complex than that. And it doesn't, there's, I'm having a hard time. I haven't found anything that I can point to and be like, yes, this is it. This is this the is thing. This is what beautiful mm-hmm. is. Yeah, like the, the thing that for like me. Like the whole thing about symmetry that I know of. We, People love writing about this. Like, the more Mm -hmm. symmetrical your face is, Christy Turlington has the most symmetrical face, so it's the most beautiful. But you're able to say there's something on the other side of it as well. Study after study has shown that that's actually not the case. That Mm. there's there's a lot of studies that maybe like 20 years ago were looking at symmetry, and they were finding, oh, gosh, symmetrical faces are the most beautiful. What they were doing were they were generating computer, computer composite faces that were artificially asymmetric or artificially symmetrical. And those faces were considered somewhat more beautiful than a regular face. But when actual people's faces are more symmetrical than someone else's face, who just looks a little asymmetrical like most of us do, there's no difference. Like mm-hmm. our, our eye does not detect that level of difference in people. Um, and study after study has shown this. So, but then, you know, there, there are, if someone has like a deformity per se, like that will affect how conventionally attractive someone is. But it, so everyone things. can calm down about the, yeah. like, that theory is kind of not so right? It's, I just wouldn't say, I mean, we're talking a thing about millimeters here, you know? Right. When most, I mean, everyone has some degree of asymmetry. I actually, in college, I did um, my thesis on some of Nancy mm-hmm. Etcoff's work, yeah. which shows that across cultures, beauty is also something that looks fertile and youthful, almost like a baby, like big eyes on mm-hmm. a woman, plump cheeks, these kind of things. Does any of that hold up as remaining beautiful? There is, again, yes and no. <laughs> um, no, this is good because yeah, I think when you see the headlines, it's always like, beauty is this, beauty is that. But you're saying it's a much more nuanced It's thing. much more nuanced. And um, I don't... I don't 
I know I've read plenty of studies about like the baby face thing and that is like larger eyes on women and that it's basically what it comes down to is that the things that I can kind of with some confidence say yes this is a trait of beauty are things called sexual dimorphism um, so things that make men look like men and women look like women. So, so women do naturally have somewhat bigger eyes and somewhat bigger lips. So those traits are generally considered more beautiful. And those are the things that go away with age. Like yeah, yeah, to a degree. So like when you see women who are trying to like, you know, plump their lips and mm -hmm. basically get do things whether cosmetically with with cosmetics or with surgery, like what is your thought on that? Like can you fault them? I wouldn't fault anyone for mm -hmm. doing something like that. No, mm -hmm. I I think that because it's like what their 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 beauty by definition is is going away. Ooh, true. Yeah, like yeah, just like like factually, it is. Well, now that mm. if you do say factually, the big eyes and the full lips. Yeah, like that's that's what's happening. We just backed you into a corner, boy. Oh <laughs> damn! Oh damn, woman. <laughs> no, but that's a good point that you like. Bring up. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and that's the thing. It, it does suck. Really sucks. That but, the, said, but then men, like, okay, so what's... Right. What, An angular jawline yeah, angular on jaw. What happens to men? Like, on the other, like, just just Full brow, gears but the brows get fuller. The brows get fuller. They get do, more in your hair. Do, I mean. uh, <laughs> like, okay, so, like, what happens to men? That, what makes them, like, manly? Like, a strong jaw? A strong jaw, a heavy brow, um, a prominent nose... There's something about their like, noses get bigger. Their noses they, get they bigger. It's get, like they're they getting get more bigger. Okay, like yeah. Harrison Ford, furrier eyebrows, <laughs> bigger nose. Like and then they can use a beard to fake a jawline. So yeah. oh, gee, I'm I'm yeah. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Like That's, mic drop. Right. Like there. how can like, you? How can you? How could you? Like it's a losing game. I mean, in some for ways, women. In some ways, it is. That said, women report being happier with how they look as they age. So there's mm. this there's this mm. dichotomy because you do see women chasing this idea of youth and beauty. But I think that because I mean we do get happier in general as we get older, and that it does include our satisfaction with our appearance. I also think that our ideas of aging are changing somewhat. I don't think that I don't see women like lying about their age so much mm -hmm. because it's more like. But then again, it's the duality. Like, we're not afraid to admit our age because we also have all these wonderful products at our and disposal. And we look pretty damn good for our We age. do. Yeah. It's funny yeah. when someone 20 years old is like, oh, you're 40? I'm like, everyone my age looks this way. You know, like, maybe not, maybe not everyone, but maybe not everyone looks this way. <laughs> but, like, mo I look at my friends who are my age, and we all look about the same. We look 40, but someone who's 20 doesn't see that we look 40, you know. Mm -hmm. But, to, you know, to go back to the science question a little bit as far as, like, what is objectively beautiful, what I find... A more interesting question, actually, is why is why there there are dozens of studies each year, hundreds, thousands over decades, measuring millimeters, like the millimeter, like between the, the distance between the tip of your nose and the filter, your filter, like I mean, just these incredibly detailed studies, and I'm like, why are we spending so much attention on it? I mean, it, it just blows my mind. Why are we so willing to spend all these resources on it? You know, yeah. it's just, it's it's incredible to me that we haven't quit yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We spend a lot of money and we use a lot of words to talk about mm -hmm. beauty too. It's crazy to me when you say, you know, someone's beautiful that you could have 50 more synonyms to describe them. So you talk about this a lot in your book about how much power these kind of words have. When you were doing your research, mm -hmm. what did you find um, about the power of words and how women describe themselves? And, and why was that interesting to you? Well, I was usually sitting there face to face with women, so it's more like, how, how, what words do you want to hear about yourself? And more often than not, like the greatest compliment, people are like, oh, what would I want people to say about me? 
what they would tell me were usually words that I would use to describe them. Like, I'm, like this, like, I have this friend with, like, sultry, like, you know, the flowing hair and the full lips. And she was like, I just want to be sexy. And I'm like, honey, <laughs> you are. Like, right. It was really interesting. And, and I remember this woman who has this really, like, quirky, qu- quirky but quiet fashion sense. She wears, like, tea-length dresses. She was like, I, I want to be fetching. And that just struck. I'm like, fetching. Exactly. Like, there's, I know, like, three people on on the planet who would want to be fetching, and she's one of them. It was like we all know the words we want to hear used about ourselves. And so we have, like, this natural appeal to that. Okay, what about the word no woman likes to hear, which is cute? Cute. Cute. You knew it right away. Oh, yeah. I, I, if someone called me cute, I just feel like, oh. Yeah. What is it about that word? Like, it's, a lot of women find it belittling because, I mean, think of what else we use to describe something as cute, like puppies and babies, you know, mm. and women are not puppies or babies. And so it's used, like, actually in the book, I have this story about my friend Sarah, who's not cute. She's gorgeous. She used to be a model. She was like six feet tall, alabaster skin, the kind of person to like double take on the street. And... Um, this intern at her husband's workplace had a crush on him, and it was obvious. Um, and Sarah's not like a one of those like bitchy women, but she was like, "I'm not going to let her like get her claws into my husband." So <laughs> when she knew that she was going to be seeing this Sounds girl, like a good story. Oh yeah, she she dressed she dressed up. She dressed up like pinup girl, Vargas. Like I mean, just you you could just see her like on the cover of Playboy, like 1952. And this girl, this intern, walks up to her at this at this work event and is like, Sarah, you look so cute. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, and that we did, bitch. I know. Just going you down. can just see it like this dagger. You look like, so cute. So oh. cute. Exactly. It's it's belittling. Yeah. You know? It's it has this, even though it's ostensibly a compliment, it's not. There's this pulse of of superiority underneath mm. it. Yeah. It's a way of asserting sort of a hierarchical role, like you're cute, I'm somewhere above that, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. I have to ask you, I've spoken to, you know, just different people in the beauty field, like different academics, and just also, like, anecdotally, I feel like there's a lot of girls right now who feel, like, really terrible about themselves, and, like, you know, they're posting on Instagram, like, younger girls, like, I feel so awful today, like sad face, mirror, you know, and like 30,000 comments underneath, like me too, hang in there, like this kind of culture of almost like low self-esteem, low self-image. Yes, like it's it's this, this, to me, kind of peculiar bonding thing. But then on the other hand, I think what a great time for like our self-image because you can be anything, any color, any shape, any size, and it's like you know, you do you. So what is your perspective on like the climate right now? Because I feel like it's so far in in either direction. It's real. There's a big, I don't even want to say schism. I just, the biggest thing that I learned in researching this book and talking with dozens of women and these in-depth talks was that we all have a complicated relationship with beauty. Like I sort of went into this book a little naively thinking like, well, because I interned at Ms. and then wound up in women's magazines, I have this really, like, special perspective on beauty. I don't. I don't. Like, I've done a lot of research, but, like, every woman has this conflicted relationship with beauty. You know, a lot of the times that manifests itself as, like, 
either not feeling great about yourself, but then also kind of feeling great about yourself too. Um, but it also shows up just in the tools that we use. I mean, we use, you know, you might wear this bright red lipstick because you want to show off and then you're using concealer to hide your flaws. And that doesn't need to be a point of shame. It just shows the sort of complex relationship that women have with beauty. But what about the outward like announcing of like, I feel crap and like this rallying is around, like, what is, what's going on there? A few things. I mean, one of the easiest ways to get support, I think, as a woman is to announce that you don't feel good about yourself. Um, because it's one of the things that, you know, it's something that we expect yeah, women to say about themselves. Yeah, my reaction is like, no, no, you're great. Exactly. I immediately comment back. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> We're not going to make you immune to what we do with every guest that we have on the podcast, which is... Tell us about what democratizes your beauty. Like, what yeah, are you look amazing. Like, oh you've God. interviewed hundreds of women for this for this book, Face Value. Did you find any new products that you love? Like, what are you into? These what was days? the drugstore eyeshadow that the nun was using? <laughs> I actually don't remember the brand name. I don't think she. Yeah, she just. It was funny. She had just started wearing makeup. And so she's like, I just went to the drugstore and just tried this blue Aww. stuff. It was so, it was so wonderful. I mean, just to be bonding with the non-parts of beauty. We it's should so end oh, on a high note. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's very bonding. It's oh, super that's bonding. the thing. That's the thing. And I do talk about that in the book a lot. I think beauty is a wonderful bonding tool in that sense. Um, Tell us this eyeliner that changed your life. You mentioned. In the book. Oh my gosh, the mm. the benefit, um, the purple. <sighs> is it their real eyeliner? Isn't that their mascara? They have a, no, they have a line or two. They have a line or two. They, they, oh, they do? Okay, yeah. yeah. The, 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 well done. Color. Yeah. 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 And it's like a gel yes. eye color. It's amazing. It does like a cat eye for you. Yeah. 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 It's incredible. That stuff changed my life. Although what really changed my life? Tell us. Eyelash extensions. <gasps> Is you wearing them now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's going to be really, really hard to stop wearing them. They're expensive. Is like, there anyone you want to plug or a place where you, where you go? go? Really? I just, I go, I go. Well, to, no, I want to know. Okay. I, I, well, I go to two, two different places. Um, Lash Loft and Lash Forever, both I think Lash Forever is on 57th and Lash Loft is in the 20s somewhere. or maybe in New York. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And do they but use a particular brand or they just individually? I have no idea what they do. They just they individually, they make magic. I mean, it's I could not believe, like, the difference. Like, I don't wear much. I, I used to wear eyeliner every single day, day, and now I just wear it for, like, an occasion. That's good. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, uh, there's a product. Great. Oh, thank you. There's actually a product I will plug, which is that I just got, which is Black Diamond Sealant. And that's, mm. yeah, it's, uh, you put it on over your eyelash extensions. Because you, you're not supposed, you don't need to wear mascara with eyelash extensions, and but you can't also. But you put this on, it just makes it last longer, so. Wait, I'm sorry, when you have lash, oh, I, wait, I knew this. When you have lash extensions, you can't wear mascara yeah. because the chemicals in it probably break down the glue, The I'm glue, guessing. yeah. So this is like a sealant. And you'll have to take off the yeah. mascara, you'll take off the lashes. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, and you can't wear, you can't use oil-based makeup remover yeah. anyway, yeah. so, yeah. yeah. What else do you like? What's in your, like, bag? Tricks. I you brought. Have, you have I a did, purse. I'm gonna make you a my makeup. My makeup kit right here, and like uh, the, my Ziploc baggie. <laughs> Zip like, this bag. is, like this oh, is I so love me. It. Like the Ziploc bag. We have to take the, a picture of that. Oh my yeah, god, it's that's so good. So like, um, actually, there are the thing that I'm really into right now, that, which is not this foundation, but I brought it as like a is reminder. Is that Fit Me from Maybelline? It is Fit Me from Maybelline, which is fine. I mean, it's, it's a good foundation. It's what, what I wear, and I'm happy with it. But how I got there was an app called Coco. Have you heard of this? No. It's a it's brand new. They're they're just in the process of launching. 
And it's, it was developed by the woman who did color matching at Hewlett Packard. She was like their color matching, like she was like the president of the color division. Wow. And she launched, she's doing this app called Coco, K-O-K-K-O. And what you do is they send you this card, this color card. You hold it up to your face, you take a selfie, and from there they match your foundation. Because there are plenty of color, like foundation oh, match, but it matching helps apps you correct out there. for weird lighting exactly. and whatever. Exactly. Because there's a known quantity really on the card. Cool. It's amazing. Like, I bought this and it's like, oh, that's the foundation. I, I was always like, like putting two colors on my wrist and like mixing them together for, I've been doing Ooh. that for 20 years. And with this, you don't have to anymore. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And they have like foundations all over the price, all over the price scale. Yeah. This is Maybelline and it's what I wear every day. Awesome. So. Good tip. Yeah. I also, um, I hate washing my hair. So I'm a big fan of the dry shampoo. So I use Chlorine, the colored spray stuff. You just put it in. It's a colored Spray dry it. shampoo. Yeah, yeah. You just put it in and like let it sit for like a minute and then sort of just like ruffle up your head and it. Nice. Yeah, so I love that. Um, the Ziploc bag is pretty oh, nice, the, by the, the way. The Ziploc bag is so <laughs> many and like everything is all beat up. Uh, the Tarte um, concealer. The I'm I'm so 90s. The Clinique. Black Honey. Black Honey, Black Honey. Oh you, my don't, God. you knew what you saw. Black, Black Honey is my very first lipstick yes. ever. The first oh. time I went to the counter. And yes. it's like... I love it, love it, love it. Looks it's, good on everyone. That's the thing. It really does. It's like the cult favorite for a reason. Like, it's Absolutely. amazing. You can put it on without, like, seeing that. it. There we go. And Anastasia um, eyebrow pencil. So. Nice. But you look good. All the stuff's working well, for you. you. Well, thank you. Autumn, this has been so fun. Very informative. Tell us if people want to buy your book, obviously they're going to go to their independent bookstore. Yes, they will. <laughs> and if for some reason they can't, they can probably get it on Amazon. They can get too. it on Amazon. Um, and what's your website if people want to find you and read your blog? Uh, you can just go to autumnwhitefieldmedrano.com. Um, Autumn and your Twitter is what? Is Autumn Paws, uh, A U T U M N P A Z. In case you want to comment on anything you've heard here. It's been exactly. great having you. Thank you so much Thank for you coming. So Thank much. you. This is great. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. It's time to raise a wand. Raise a wand. Somebody please get us music for raise a wand. It's so like, it's tragic. <laughs> okay, let's raise a wand. Okay. Jess, what are you raising a wand to this week? Um, I have my like one percenter product, but like it's so amazing. What can you afford that nobody else can? <laughs> I can't afford it. I used it at my friend's house. He has this amazing um, like Aesop hand wash and <gasps> a matching lotion, but like I want to talk about the lotion right I now. I love their hand soap. Oh my God, it's fantastic. It's $39. So, like, I mean, that's like, you can buy a shirt. No, but it lasts forever. Not the way I was using it. <laughs> I would like go to the bathroom and it was such a treat, like, when I was done to like go over to the sink and then use this. What, which flavor scent? It was just like, um, it kind of smelled like just kind of aromatic and like. Does it have pedigree? Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> it was, it had this kind of citrusy. Yes. Like set yes. smell, so yes, it definitely had. You thought pedigree. I was going to hate this, but I support it fully. I felt like kind of a jerk bringing this up, but it just like changed my mood. I felt like you know in a better station. Like after I left the bathroom, I was like, you know you what? Look more. Yes, I felt good. I was like, all right, what are we doing now? You know, my hands smell like pedigree. Yeah, it was definitely a different like experience than like your standard soft soap. Soft, soft soap. I love if you it. find 40 bucks on the floor, spend it on this. <laughs>
Okay, and if you find $400 on the floor. Oh, my God. We're losing, like, it's five listeners after this. I know, I know. But I have been testing the simple human wide view sensor mirror. It's a vanity mirror. (gasps) What? Does it change, like, lights? It's it's freaking cool. I need one of these so, so it badly. It has an app, and you go, like, you'll go to work. I look horrible at work. I go into the bathroom. I'm like, why do I look like death? So what you do is you use the Simple Human app. You record the light settings at your office. Then you go home, and you sync up to the app with the mirror, and the mirror's lights will recreate your office lighting so that you can do your makeup so that when you get to work, you don't look like Gollum from the like <laughs> the Ring movies, yeah, and you look like yourself because you did your makeup in the right lighting. Oh, this is way more advanced than I it's thought it was. Super cool. So I've been using it. You can do outdoor lighting, indoor lighting, candle lighting, but then I have this special custom Hearst you know, lighting. Hearst horrific lighting, and so I do my makeup at home, and I'm like, oh, it looks like it's a little bit much, but I get to the office. I'm no, picturing like fabulous. kabuki, like you on the subway with like kabuki no, 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 makeup. No. It, no, it's such a good light that like it lets you know that you look okay. Like I'm like, okay, I look in this mirror, I get to work and I still look good. That's amazing. Like they revolutionized the trash can. They're doing the same for the for the mirror. I'm into it. That is so cool. That's, I think this might be your favorite, pro- my favorite product of yours you've ever mentioned. Ooh. That is so cool. Hashtag raise a wand. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode. So I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at fatmascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off.
You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.